Listen. Sadly, one of the best movies of 2019 isn't coming out till 2020. So, you know, we had to talk about it. Let us explain. So what we do on Let Us Explain is dive deep on something that we can't stop thinking about for other people who can't stop thinking about that thing too. That means we'll talk about anything and everything, including spoilers. So you might want to wait until after you've seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire to watch our segment or not. If that's your thing, that's okay too. But before we jump into the spoiler zone, let's talk more generally about Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me... When he's embarrassed, he bites his lip. It's Arturo Zurita. <laughs> what if he did know that detail that bought me? That I would be a little concerned. Be a little like, how, how do you, Zach? How do you know he does that? Uh, I'm excited to be here, but I'm more excited the fact that we have uh, two people who I think hmm. I know you have it above as one of your favorites. Yes, I do. I don't know if Amanda has it. I've I got think it, Amanda's like, on the right side of history. Tied with Parasite, I need to like oh, see okay, them both okay. again. Well, we, we accept that, uh, but we have. <laughs> The second, I'm almost calling it the second half of our Parasite review because these two movies have been the things that we've been hyping up the most. We're also going to be talking about Uncut Gems in case you're curious about what other videos out there. But I'm really excited to have both of them on. I don't know who we had to introduce first. Zach, I don't know what your quip is. I think we're coming Uh, up. I mean, I... (laughs) I had... I had... She's dreamt of running uh, running for years for Amanda the Jedi. Hell yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but I I didn't have a third one for Alina Montemayor despite okay. her presence. I'm sorry about that. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to say hi, hey, hey. So uh, yeah, we're really excited to get the Sundance crew back together. Uh, you may have seen us back earlier this year when we saw a lot of what are now our favorite movies of the year. But uh, we also went to the TIFF, saw many great movies at the Toronto International Film Festival, including Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So we really are excited to uh, discuss the latest from Celine Siama? Siama? Yeah, I don't know how it is. I keep saying it with the hard C, Sciama. Sciama? I think it's That sounds Italian. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, she's French, but that ain't a French (laughs) last name. (laughs) We just just learned today that uh, we actually have a French advisor on our panel, which is a really good considering but this not is uh, Parisian French. Before anybody comes in here, being yeah. like, "Ugh, I don't know nah. the difference, Amanda." So to us, you're just you're the highest one in regards to knowing the language. But, Absolutely, uh, I'm excited to talk about this one because I think all of us agree here. Uh, all of us saw Les Misérables. I think. I yes. Were able to catch Amanda? Uh, Amanda, you saw it too. I did. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. So then, that being the submission for the Oscars uh, for France, you think it's a bad choice? Yeah. Did Korea pay money? Were they like, don't send portrait? Oh, don't send I portrait. love this conversation here. <laughs> no. uh, if you haven't seen Lane Miserable, Rob, that is, it's another French yeah, movie so, that I uh, Just to get really to qu- qu- uh, clarify, France chose the movie Les Miserables as its official submission for Best Foreign Film at mm-hmm. the Oscars, uh, basically snubbing Over. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which has been getting a lot of great praise. Uh, we talked about it a little bit we on did. a previous intercut that we, we understand, I guess, I the decision. but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we all um, agree that uh, Portrait is maybe the better movie. Yeah, Portrait's uh-huh. going to be better than like half of the English submissions for Best Picture of the Year. So like, come on. <laughs> that is true. It really is. Come on. Uh, it's all of them. The story set in 1770 as the young daughter of a French countess uh, it refuses to sit to have her portrait drawn mm-hmm. by a Boss new level. female uh, artist who's joined them at their at their home. Uh, it, it develops into a bit of a budding romance between the 
uh, daughter of the Countess and the painter as, as they realize their similarities. And it's a very, very stunning film, not just in the way that the plot moves forward, but in its photography, beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Amanda, let me start with you since you are so effusive in your praise <laughs> of Portrait of a Lady on Fire. What is it in the sto- storytelling here that you feel like separates it from other dramas, other romances that makes this story special? There's just so many little things and like uh, we were kind of talking about it a little bit before we started, uh, not to get into any spoilers, but it's just like beautifully directed. There's little things, little mm-hmm. callbacks, uh, a story that's mentioned in the movie that ends up painting your view of the rest of the story that you've just watched. Uh, and then in terms of just the romance, it's so honest and simple and it doesn't fall into any kind of like horrible tropes that any kind of movie that seems to feature any kind of like gay characters runs into. Um, and I think a big defining thing is that while obviously the gay community is going to love this, I think that this is just in terms of if you just take it as what it is as a story, I can't imagine anybody not liking it if they're into dramas, if they're into romances. Um, but it is so much more than a romance. I feel like sometimes you say romance, people think it's like, oh, it's a rom-com. But no, this is yeah. just a yeah. beautifully yeah. stunning story about like vulnerabilities and just an honest relationship and... I don't know. I loved it. And it hit hard in all the right ways and all the right places. I felt everything delivered where it needed to and mm-hmm. just, just stunning. What theater did you see it in at Tiff? Uh, Bell Lightbox. So the one that has Ooh. like the really acoustic. Ooh, and they have really good sound. We saw Roma yeah. there and when the kids were running around, we oh, thought they were was, actually yeah. in yeah. the back. <laughs> the thing that so I noticed, the... unrelated, the thing I noticed about that theater is that when you start walking down the hallway to get into it, you can't mm-hmm. hear any of the sound in the hallway anymore. No. So I got like 10 feet it in. It's insane. And I was like, that door's still That's open it. and I can't hear anybody back there. <laughs> so it's like, Dude, it's really amazing. If you, can see, <laughs> if you can see a movie at the Bell Lightbox, do it. I, yeah, do we it, highly yeah. recommend it. Three yeah. thumbs up from all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach, he has yet to see one in there. But Zach, where did you see it? Uh, I saw it here in New York. Oh, you got I, in I New got York. to see it at the Walter yeah, Reed right, Theater. Right. I'm the... Uh, the outcast who had to wait to see both Portrait of Lady <laughs> Fire and Parasite. But uh, it, it, the Walter, Walter Reed Theater is a beautiful place to see a movie like this. And it, it kind of, uh, you know, it, it's one of those theaters where it's, you, you kind of feel like everything melt away oh. uh, on the sides of you and you, you can just mm-hmm. focus in. And uh, for a movie like this that is so stunningly shot and has such uh, really striking images, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's the, the Portrait of a Lady on Fire poster, obviously, that, uh, you know, has that really striking image of the dress on fire mm-hmm. that that I don't know I it's cemented into my mind mm-hmm. and there's also stuff like uh, it's shown in the trailer but there's a really simple shot um, on one of their faces and you pull away a little bit and you see yes oh we emphasize of- that one so much yes it's one of those shots she does a lot of that where it's like you see them and the the, the sequences start with those shots yeah the, right. it's just one person nope it's two. And it's a really smart way to draw them together, just mm-hmm. to see them as a similar person, that they're equals, to relate yeah. their struggles to one another. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to. I feel I, I told Art this after. It feels like "Call Me by Your Name" is maybe too obvious of a yeah. comparison to make, but the way that "Call Me by Your Name" does a really effective job in uh, in making its characters. Uh, see each other in themselves. I think Portrait of Lady on Fire uh, does that just as well. I think it does it mm-hmm. better, in my opinion. Sure. 
Um, oh, it's a much I better movie. Than I really think Call Me yeah, By Your so. Name. If like you really it. get down to it, it's really painted by the issue of there's a huge age gap there. It's age gap. I was about problem. to say, yeah. I'm like, that's the one thing that luckily Portrait does not have. Yeah, there's nothing like that. They're on mm-hmm. very equal footing. Uh, it's it's just it's just solid. Mm-hmm. And there's like I said, it avoids a lot of those like really horrible tropes that you tend to see in a lot yep. of like gay or LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus you know. Media, well, it's so. interesting because we were listening to or reading a uh, interview with the director, and she was talking about how that was one of the biggest things that she wanted to make sure she didn't have. She also made sure mm-hmm. to not have necessarily any backstories to the characters and letting the actresses come up with whatever mm-hmm. it is that they really wanted mm-hmm. to uh, embody with the character. An interesting quote that we're going to mention later with one of Alina's theories, or not even a theory because it is really what, it's what she yeah. noticed in the movie That's with its loved. storytelling. Uh, it was just that idea of what you said with the trope. She said a lot of times when you do stories around this age, uh, you tend to like box them in or the mm-hmm. trope is always that there's power dynamics. Yeah. Uh, like other movies from last year that weren't my favorites with a U. <laughs> but uh, this is what I preferred. Like I came out of it saying, I was like, I feel like I got the emotions that everyone got out of the favorite, but with this one. Yeah. If yep. that makes any sense. That's fair. Because uh, I've heard some people say that this wasn't their cup of tea, but they were big fans fans of the favorite and i was like i don't know if there's just uh, uh the way no, that they play i like both them here. both but i like this one a lot more exactly because she said i didn't really want them to face off as like one superior than the other they were both yeah. equals equal. and you could yeah, see I mean, that in the, the dialogue that, she writes the yeah. thing that is very separate about the favorite than this is that the favorite is, is kind of like a a power dynamic thing exactly. which some people end up on top and yeah. that changes the circumstances and this is much more even footing even though the painter is being commissioned yeah. and there is a little bit of like a client uh subject thing going on they they are quickly on the same uh wavelength yeah. with mm-hmm. one another and, and what makes and up that dynamic in my opinion is that you know um eloise so the the mm-hmm. rich one she has money but she has no freedom and yes. then marianne yeah. has freedom and she's you know she's clearly doing well enough and that's by, where yeah. like their dynamics become more even so yeah. even if you can say, well, one person's rich, theoretically, but she doesn't have access, yeah, she doesn't have the exactly. freedom You're to do bound anything to that. Yeah. with a- that. So. Another thing that ends up really interesting talking about those similarities uh, that they have, uh, Eloise is obviously trapped by uh, this idea that she's going to be betrothed, she's going to be mm-hmm. wedded off, and it's something she obviously isn't interested in. And uh, Marianne being a female artist in a male-dominated society yes. isn't mm-hmm. allowed to do a lot of the things that uh, men are and, and isn't allowed to paint nude portraits, yeah. for example. And they both see that their situation is limited based on the, what they want to do, what they uh, are naturally inclined to do. Um, so again, it, it does these really interesting jobs of drawing parallels between them. And Amanda, you mentioned uh, how this is a romance but doesn't feel like a romance and i feel like that's it's really more of a like slice of life drama you know you're Mm -hmm. really it's more of a character study of these two people that happen to fall in love during the course of the film Mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes it so you know so uh intriguing Mm -hmm. is the way that it draws these two people from different backgrounds but facing similar issues yeah and I think that ties back in again to the there's no real background written to these characters. It's just they show up. You have like minimal details of what their lives were like before. But from that point on, it's just, you know, act as honestly as you think you mm-hmm. would in these situations. So what's interesting is that it's also because uh, I would also include and I don't remember her name, the, the maid. Uh, Sophie? The maid's character. 
Yeah, Sophie See? plays like a crucial part towards mm-hmm. the uh, latter half of the movie mm-hmm. uh, where she gets all, her own little subplot. But it's really just those three and then the, uh, I want to say the mo- is It's yeah, not Eloise's mom. mother. Yeah. yeah. Is it her mom or is it the husband she's being betrothed to? No, it's Eloise's mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just these four actresses, and there's not a dude until we thought, oh, we're gonna make it through the whole movie without. There's a dude on the boat. Them. Y'all forgetting about the dudes on the yeah. boat? I wanted to forget to do about the dudes on the boat, but then the last one comes, and I was like, oh man, I thought we were gonna make it the entire way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's basically bookended with men, but yeah. other than that, exactly, it's, it's all women. Uh, there's like a solid 90 minutes of this movie yeah. where you don't mm-hmm. hear from a man. Yeah. It's just them going back and forth, including that one scene. And you do get to see a little bit on the trailer. And that's why I had mentioned what theaters you guys saw it in. Because uh, when we saw it at the Winter very Garden. Winter Garden Theater, mm. she came out and was gushing about the sound design. Yes. She's like, <laughs> believe me, I'm not. I mean, it's my movie. Uh, but uh, the sound design in this theater is very good. It's good. And yeah. uh, maybe yeah. so was my maybe <laughs> so, so was my <laughs> It was for the whole the choir scene that comes in, yeah. and I remember when that scene hit, and we were looking around, we were like, "What is going?" On? I thought she brought people in to the theater to sing in there. Um, but leading up to the uh, the whole portrait thing, another thing that we also really liked was the fact that they show you the portrait. Yes. A lot of movies like, "Oh, this portrait's supposed to be really, really big," so we're not just in case, it. we're not going to show it to you. We're going to leave yeah. it up into interpretation because everyone right. has it's not the not, not the suitcase in, in Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction. exactly. And they show yeah. it to you, and I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> no, I even thought that they weren't going to show her at at, a yeah, at the very early beginning. on because I, I didn't see any trailers. I didn't see anything. He Same. bought the tickets. And I'm like, I whispered to him and I was like, is this going to be one of those movies where it's going to end and like we finally see the portrait because we're not actually going to see her face or whatever it is. Nope. And it's no, she like runs and she turns we're around the and then we see her face. We're like, okay. Her face you know, is so burned oh, okay. in my head yeah. from when she turns around. I was like, around, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it was good. It's very good. I almost mm-hmm. didn't see this movie actually. So yeah. I walked out of Honey Boy because it was done. Not that I walked out of it, mm-hmm. but it finished and I left. And <laughs> I thought that something, I thought I had something at Scotia. And then I was like, oh, no, with my schedule. So I'm looking. I'm like, oh, Portrait's playing literally in the theater I just came out of. Art and Alina <laughs> said they were going to see that. They must be going to that showing. So I turned around and got in line. Didn't really know what it was about. And then mm-hmm. you guys were like, no, we have tickets for it tomorrow. And I was like, oh. Because you told me I got so scared because, uh, again, <laughs> yeah. we got the press passes. We were all lucky mm-hmm. enough to go with that. But I we didn't have uh, – I had purchased tickets for certain movies. Yes. Yes. This was okay. one I put down money to make sure I secured a ticket for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when yeah, you told me people that, have been really high on this one since it premiered at Con mm-hmm. earlier this year. Yeah. And for good reason. We're, we're yeah. not here saying put this on your radar. We're saying we're confirming this should be <laughs> on your radar. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I saw it and it was amazing. I was like, oh, my God. Alina, uh, there's a really interesting element of the plot here in that because the daughter is being betrothed to someone in a different country who hasn't seen her, there's this whole element of uh, needing uh, Eloise to sit for the portrait, which I know you talked about being kind of a cool uh, thing that you don't necessarily think of. Because of of, the time periods, you can't send a photograph or ship her off over there because you you probably don't want to do that either. It's your... Uh, olden time, like, you know, send me a selfie of yourself. You got to post for this picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, didn't, didn't 1700 the, Tinder. You know, it's, it's like, hey, this is me. 
Yeah. Doesn't but, the mom say it's supposed to be more of like a wedding gift and that you can't betroth them off until this is done or something too? Yeah, like, that's why it's different. such yeah. a big deal. That it's line big deal. is so crazy. Oh, it's such a good yeah, line. It is. Spoiler line over here, oh, just <laughs> making it known. Um, the line that she says, it's like me completing this painting, this portrait of you is literally me Handing, handing you, you off, off to somebody else. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It's so and good. Like I was throat. like, don't paint the picture. I know. <laughs> Burn it. And that's one of uh, what you yeah. had mentioned the scene with uh, her turning around. Mm-hmm. She had mentioned like when you finally see the portrait. Yeah. I was excited. I want to buy the portrait where she smudged it. That yeah. looks awesome. That I'm was great. That to be the next trend that thing, was you the, know? the previous painter's. The, no, Ooh. that he does. I'll, she does one of hers too. She does she one. Finishes she does one well. yeah, I just yeah, love that her. technique okay. of just okay. just blurring out the face. I was like, that she's was like dope. Crying like, and just over the yeah, eyes. Yeah. Portraits doing this. Yeah. Watch that be a thing that every girl's putting on Instagram. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. But, no, it's it's a beautiful movie. Uh, the score is fantastic. The yes. direction is fantastic. I think all three actresses do a good uh, a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I uh, one of the lines that Skiama had said, Shiama Skiama Celine said Celine. the director. Yeah, uh, she had said that uh, someone had asked her how do you make this contemporary because she doesn't want to see it as a uh, not so much a woman's movie mm-hmm. but what she said she woman had a specific line it's about women at work yeah and it really is yeah and she just wanted to show it because one of the uh, right when it begins I look over and I was like yo she badass she's like Rick Ross level badass <laughs> she's sitting there mm-hmm. by her fireplace she's got her students she's got her school she's got yeah. her things that people are commissioning her to bring her to an island I was like mm-hmm. yo she is dope yeah so when she finally gets to the island and is making this portrait uh, when, when she had come out at the end to talk about the movie she had mentioned she's like I wanted this to be about uh, you know a movie about women at work a lot of people are trying to push she's like I don't know what else no, she wants to though. label it, it at it is though yeah the Mar- Marianne, is that yeah. the character's Marianne. name? Yeah. yeah. So, Marianne, she is a painter, so she's working. She's on commission. Mm-hmm. The maid, she's working, mm-hmm. right? She's a woman at work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you could also say that Eloise is doing her, her duty, duty as a woman, unfortunately. Because yeah, she got taken out of school. Off. Like, she was away at, like, yeah. a boarding college yeah. or something, mm-hmm. and she got pulled out of it because of, like, yeah. some bad situation this that happened. Because a new role. Yeah. yeah. And then... So I was like, that's an interesting, but this is an office movie in a sense. It just yeah. takes place in the 1700s. And we had mentioned yeah. that one review. I love how they put it uh, from the Nocturna where they said, is like, this is the story of women who at this point were meant to be seen, not. not heard from. So this is their story. So when all the men are away and doing what's been captured in movies yep. for generations like, and generations, why do you want to see that again? Yeah. this is all the women who stayed back home to do something that, oh, that's too much of a boring movie. We'll never make that movie. <laughs> it's engaging. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, Sorry, Art, you had mentioned uh, how the movie really feels alive when you get to that moment when uh, Sophie, the maid, kind of joins in on their hijinks. Uh, I think the movie does kind of take a turn when the mother goes away for a little bit and and Marianne and Eloise are finally able to really connect without the watchful eye over them. Did you guys feel that turn in the movie too? The movie kind of opening up and and releasing some tension? Yeah, because I feel like the tension builds right around that time too. And then they have that moment where they kind of have that witty back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. <laughs> and then that just like breaks the dam. And then it, mm-hmm. it goes into it. And you get that moment where they can kind of try to forget the reality of the situation that they're in for just a yeah. little bit. But then like right. Sophie's there obviously kind of like grounding the situation and giving them something else to focus on um, just because of some of her own issues. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of like it just crashes back into again in that moment where she's like me finishing this painting is literally me mm-hmm. 
handing yeah. you off basically yeah like, the one that got us i think was uh when she was doing the, the portrait of her where she finally has her come in and she's specifically telling her all her insecurities yeah that's the back and forth and then they flip it back <laughs> and the uh they start telling the insecurities to the other person yeah that was when i looked over to lena and i didn't want to say it yet, but we always have this thing <laughs> where we look at each other at a certain point in the movie and i was like all right it's close then they follow that up with the line of the year to me it's even better than the uncut line and it's even better than my favorite lines in parasite about mm-hmm. not having a plan it is the um i didn't know you were an art critic i didn't yeah, know I you didn't were an art, an art critic. critic i didn't I know you were a painter, painter. And I was the door. Like, at that point oh. i looked over and i said i think this may be one I think this yeah. may be the one. We yeah. always do that when we watch a movie. We look over, he's like, is this the, is one? This the one? After that line, I was like, oh yep. my goodness. Yeah. Then they follow it up with that choir scene. Then they follow yeah. it up with that inspiration of where she got it, mm-hmm. of just a glimpse mm-hmm. of what that does, you know? The portrait that you've been seeing and wondering what's going to be the origin of this, when you finally see the origin of where she got the idea to draw so, that right. masterpiece yeah. is insane. Uh, again, women at work. This is the story of the creative process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which Absolutely. is why you said it's the perfect way of not saying that it's a it's a love story. It's this you know ro- uh, hidden romance that's happening. No, it's there. But like you said, it's a slice of life of this woman doing her job. Yeah. And within there, she fell in love with somebody. But this is her creative process of how she did it. Yeah. It's her, it's, it's a lot a like Whiplash if I were to compare it to another yeah. movie of where she's trying to get something right. And she's trying to get something right. And it isn't until the end when you finally see that spark of creativity that comes in. A little bit different in the way Whiplash yeah. uh, dynamics work. But that point of when she finally has it, like, do you want to talk about the last three endings? Because then I feel like I'm going to. Yeah. So why don't we? The, while you were talking about that, I, I was know. thinking the very, very last <laughs> yeah. one, and yeah. I was like, ooh. That's why. Let's go ahead and dive <laughs> yep. into the spoiler zone here. Very uh, if you don't, We have talked a lot about what happens, but we're going to talk in detail about what happens right at the end of this movie. So if you want that saved for you, there's plenty of other videos on the Intercut channel to check out. So uh, make sure you click onto one of those. But. Let's get into our Portrait of a Lady on Fire spoiler discussion because this movie has three endings. If Thank you. If you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Uh, I that's do. one of the first things that Art told <laughs> me is that he's got three <laughs> endings and they're all great. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and it really does feel like there's three individual moments uh, where the movie could have just stopped and it leaves you on a satisfying note. Three haunting images. Uh, do we want to say which ones are our favorites and why? If you guys want to go. It's so hard. Everybody, you go first. You go first. Okay, I'll start. Yeah. So the one that I like, and I guess this is what I dabble in my favorite part of the The storytelling, yeah. Is mm-hmm. the, the way she tells the story. So the way the movie begins is her remembering, and because she's with her students in class, and they see this painting. They're like, where'd you get this painting? She tells a story about this painting. So as she's remembering back to the story... We then in the film realize there's another story about a man, how he left and he looked back and got this one last glimpse of him looking back means that he loses uh, his significant other forever. So um, in the film, Marianne looks back to Eloise one last time while she's in her wedding gown. And it's her finally accepting, you know, she looks back and she's going to lose her forever, but she just wanted that last glimpse in right. that last glimpse How's that not the best it's ending? just it's just sprinkled the into ending? the movie so yeah. because of her memory that's how you know that's the it's best ending so yeah, that's, good that's she wasn't yeah. having glimpses of her at the opera which is a great ending yeah. that is great a great ending. ending I don't know if you guys prefer it the real ending that's the official ending is her singing yeah. her at the opera but 
an even better ending was the one before yeah. when uh, I don't know if yeah, you, know, you when, wanted to. Uh, you have Marianne show up at this like art gallery of yep. sorts many yeah. years that later. Was th- this for me was the ending that really got to oh, me, that me. Uh, because earlier in the film they have that whole discussion uh, about the drawing in the notebook. Uh, mm-hmm. She keeps a drawing open to a certain page. And, you know, you know, Marianne and Eloise have gone their separate ways at this point. Uh, You're, (laughs) you know, expecting her to show up. uh, You're expecting Eloise to show up, you know, as a married woman, I guess. And when you see uh, Marianne approach this painting of Eloise, it kind of you you get that sinking feeling of, yeah, that, you know, they they really went their separate ways. Mm -hmm. She had a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Not she's not on the path she wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So briefly feel that heartbreak and then you see the notebook open to the page on her lap it's yeah. just such a small page little beautiful small detail. detail i didn't even see it at first i looked no. over i was like and oh I was this like, is oh you didn't see page that 28. dude i noticed I like, that oh, before they the honed in time. on it before they zoomed in on it i was yeah. like page 28 yeah <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> i thought i was like oh the last time because she says and i saw her one last time i was like damn it it wasn't a painting that sucks he's like no. dude what do you look at the book and i was like what about the book and she's like it's the page is the code. I was yep. like, "That's some Masonic. That's some mobster coding <laughs> stuff right there." No, no. that is that is pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's a perfectly like subtle, just kind of like no, it, you know, a note to her her love without right? being over the top about it's it. I love yeah. that. everlasting. That ending is great. Again, like that. she said, our personal favorite is the first one because again, uh, it's when she looks back and it, it completes that parable about whether yep. you look uh, back. The and, Orpheus story. It's the Greek and mythology the, yeah. story of Orpheus like, and Eurydice. Yes. Well, tell it, tell it, probably more detail than. Uh, oh, it's like we, it's we not like forget. super thing, but it's just it's just like it's the it's a, the Orpheus has a chance to bring his dead wife back to life, and the only yes. thing he has to not do is look back at her, and then mm-hmm. he does, and then the three characters, so Sophie, Median, and Eloise have mm-hmm. like this they have the argument, yeah, back and forth, where like they each have like different interpretations of what the story means and like how some side with him some don't yeah exactly so it's all like you know why would she look ba- like why would he look back and then you know and know that he was gonna lose her forever and then there's the idea it's like well maybe the memory of the moment is is better right. than the and reality better, of yep. the situation and isn't it and, uh eloise who kind of convinces marianne that that's kind of the reason to look back as yeah. well i think wasn't it, the I think it was eloise I think it was Marianne that said it. Yeah, because Marianne Eloise was the one like, why would she look back? It. Why would you look back? All you had to do yeah. was not look back. And then it was Marianne yeah. who was like, obviously, I feel she's like more she's a little bit more of the yeah. realist of the, of the two mm-hmm. of them. Exactly, yeah. In that situation, at least in the romance. Because Eloise was the one who's like, she's right over it, reading it just so, like, yeah. a, like me reading Harry Potter when I was like 12, <laughs> <Yeah>. just going. <laughs> That's what she was reading this like. Um, so obviously you have those moments of like the callback, but, um, I, the, yeah, I, I totally agree. There's the gut sinking moment when you see the painting mm-hmm. and then that little moment of like, oh my God, there's page 28. But then yeah, you get that other thing and it's the, the theater. She's just, I'm like, you could just yell. I get that that's yeah. faux pas, right. but you could just, you could sneak <laughs> out and go around. Like there's so many opportunities for you to go over there. But again, it's just like the moments pass yeah. type thing and it's just such it's, and then it, it like but it's it still kind of pulls a call me by though. your name where it like lingers on her face okay you see the, there's and then too the many shots back. where it's almost like ah you're making it hard it's, to not compare it's it still it's bittersweet right like in to the end they, on a shot yeah of but they didn't need visions of gideon to sell this to me they just needed the moment you and know? you know yeah. what it is? It's because she's also crying, right? And Timmy's crying at the ending of Call Me By Your Name with his parents right there. Like, you hear something? Nah, let him cry let him the let the like, the now, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then this, yeah. And yeah. then uh, um, Eloise, she's sitting there. 
by yourself. And she starts. There's enough places to go to next to her and be like, that's what I'm saying. I'm here. <laughs> Let's run away. Again. But it's so hauntingly no. beautiful. And then the tears just yeah. start and she cries. Yep. And it's like genuine mm-hmm. grief. It's like mm-hmm. putting some Ari Aster stuff yeah. to, to, to shame <laughs> exactly. here with the grief that she's just portraying mm-hmm. in this opera and you, house. And you also, the other them listening to the song that uh, they played on the exactly. piano. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. it just it's mentioned, the song. They had it's, mentioned earlier she's ever been to an, uh, an orchestra so yeah. show, yeah. and she went there on her own, own you know, she because she wanted to experience of, it. Yeah. And it happened to be the song that Marianne said mm-hmm. was her favorite song and tried playing yeah. for her on this old, beaten down piano. So yeah. there's just. The, and Amanda, you. You mentioned how it, she's going through the grieving, but it's also like she goes through a whole process. Like by the end, she starts. By the end, she starts to collect <laughs> yeah, herself exactly. too. You know, you get the whole range of it. I was like, it's like she just needed that that moment, and then it's again, yeah. it's just a moment in time. Just oh. it. It's wild. I can't tell. Can we just go watch the, the movie? We just have it now. I can't tell if when she's zooming in on Eloise crying, if what's her, if Marianne is crying as well, but it's just a sound. Oh, because know. everyone else mm. was crying in the theater. Mm. So I can't tell if that was an effect or if it was just does, everyone crying in unison <laughs> towards geez. the ending of the movie. Does Neon release Blu-rays in uh Yeah, 100%. No. That's the other thing yeah. when we talk about. Neon has stacked itself. Parasite. Portrait. Loose. Uh, Do they have Honey Boy? An, is Honey Boy Neon? Uh, uh, no, Honey Boy is Amazon, Amazon, but they have Honey right. Land. Right, that's Honey right. Land. Okay. Uh, yeah. They've got a few great documentaries Big Little out, Farm. Um, Biggest Little Farm, I believe, as well. Apollo they, they 11, which a lot of people liked earlier this year. They are stacked, mm-hmm. dude. It's been Good. insane seeing what, what Neon's been picking up, and I really like their range when it comes to foreign films. Uh, A24 is, has some foreign films, but I don't, I mean, like, the souvenir is British. I don't really yeah. consider that a foreign film. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but I love the dip that they're doing with foreign language films, and they've been doing mm-hmm. it for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and, dude, they picked up two of the best of the year. I think we're all in unison in saying, regardless yes. of a parasite or portraits of Bob, depends on the day, right? Yeah, it really um, does. Yeah. What, what are you in the mood for? What are you in the mood for? Are you in are the you mood, mood to be emotionally eviscerated, or are you in the mood yeah. to just kind of go through, like, five different genres of movie? <laughs> yeah. Either way, both of these are our top two, I yeah. think, you know, out of everyone Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely one of our favorites of the year. Absolutely catch up with Portrait of a Lady on Fire whenever you get a chance to. Uh, and yeah, watch, watch out for everything Neon's putting out. Yeah. Uh, they also they also co-released Little Monsters, another favorite of ours. Ooh. Yes, yes. You, did you watch it again? I know you put up your video. I have not had a chance Amanda. to watch it because it's not available in Canada, as far as I can tell. Oh. Oh. You guys get you it. saw it at Sundance. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys get it on, Am- not on um, Hulu, Hulu on Friday. Hulu. We don't have Hulu. So I'm assuming it might hit Amazon video. Usually when we don't have things on Hulu, it hits Amazon. You don't have Hulu? No, we have Netflix. But so you can't Hulu. experience Huluween? We don't have Huluween, no. I have to watch <laughs> Blu-rays. <laughs> I just found out about Huluween. That's for another discussion. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I do want to yeah, definitely watch that one. I'm curious, uh, since we were talking about stuff with the Sundance, if you haven't seen that video, all of us did that panel as well. Uh, we also have the TIFF one, but specifically for this movie, considering Celine herself said she's not going to be pushing it for Oscars, I know Zach has been keeping up to see on the considerations. Uh, I don't think this is considered for anything. Who cares? What would you nominate this movie for? Best picture of the year, cinematography, oh, so director, director, <laughs> oh, cinematography. Yeah. You have to actors, this, honestly, I, even oh, female do, performances. Yeah. Who would be lead? Who would? Because that's been the discussion mm. all year. Hasn't I think Marianne would be the lead. Eloise would yeah. be supporting. Yeah. 
Because it's Marianne's memory. It's her story. I would oh, have yeah, to agree. Yeah, sure, yeah I would have to agree. agree. Yeah, sure. yeah it's, sure. it's hers. But then they do these weird stuff. I mean, again, they were, uh, and I and I, I like that Celine's like, I'm not going to taint this movie. Because sometimes you do feel, you know, that's been my worry with Parasite, mm. like with a movie that's all about, you know, the class and stuff, yeah. that it's going to be these rich parties where they're giving out peaches. <laughs> yeah. You mean where she has to... <sighs> Like uh, it's weird. Basically, hand over. What was it? Wasn't it a Jordan Peele? That Jordan says, Peele said that I, I felt to... like I had to whore out my baby. Yep, but now right. that I have this Oscar, I feel that it's worth it for other filmmakers to see me and go, "Yes, I want to continue this pursuit." And I feel it's worth yeah. it at the end. Celine went. Maybe she nah. didn't. Nah. She didn't care. Yeah. I made my movie. I got the Khan Award. I'm good. <laughs> I love her. She's the best. Watch any interviews you can of her. Yeah. She's uh, cool. But I would agree. I would agree with all the all the all the ones that you guys said as yeah, well. Yeah, I think we'd be really happy to see it sneak in for costume design or production design as yes. well. Oh. Uh, the period <laughs> aspects of this are. Really Hey, mm-hmm. and you know who does it? You know who dabbles in her own costume designs? Oh her. my god, it's her! With, I knew without that. taking credit. And I she doesn't that. want to take credit for it. She doesn't want to take credit. She's she a goes badass. often uncredited. She's a yeah, badass. and you said you didn't get to see a Q&A with her. Oh, I no. really wish you got to like, just I got see her speak. It's on, it's, it's Y'all on, know uh, it's on YouTube. Yes, on that's YouTube. the great Go thing about us. TIFF is that every single Q&A is fully recorded in like good quality. When even, you the, see, uh, even the ones that are like days down the, the, the line. Mm-hmm. Just watch her come out and you're going to be like, wow. <laughs> Man, we know for a fact that you do that your costume design. Come on. Uh, but yeah, that would be a really dope thing to see. Because yeah. then she would she would get the credit as yeah. well. But uh, yeah. definitely one of the best of the decades for ourselves, for sure. One of the best of the so. year. Uh, I'm excited for everyone to watch this. Is that Penny, Zach? Yeah, yeah that's Penny. Aww. Penny even gives it a must watch. Work yeah, she art. wants to contribute too. She also thought it was great. Yeah, Penny loved it. Penny's really into period pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, it made her cry. Aww. Made her yeah. cry. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess with my dog crying, that should just about wrap us up. Unless anybody else has anything else they want to mention on Portrait of Lady on Fire. Nah. Uh, that's yeah. That's about for it for this episode of Let Us mm-hmm. Explain on the Intrica Podcast. Amanda, where can people find more from you? Uh, literally everything. Amanda the Jedi, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, all of the above. Been making a pretty big YouTube push lately, so uh, feel free to follow me there. Lots of movie content. Got my TIFF wrap up. Get a little Monsters video if you guys are interested in knowing a little bit more about yeah. that and some of the behind the scenes, like stuff with the director that went into making the movie. I got all that there. And yeah. Thank you. Very oh. cool. Uh, uh, Alina and Art, where can people find more from you? You can use a let me explain one. Oh, yeah. Follow the... Well, you mentioned it. You do it. Okay. Let me explain. <laughs> That's LME Explain over on Twitter. That's where we collectively share our jokes and we just post yep. it up there. Uh, we make bets to see which one of our jokes gets the most likes. That's how we survive in our relationship. <laughs> also, it's been very uh, aggressive. It's LM uh, Explain. Not LME Explain. L-M-E. It's LM Explain. LME L-M-E Explain, yeah, in a yeah. sense, with the X. Uh, the L-M-E other one was taken. I don't know who, but they took it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you could go see over there. Please like mine. Uh, they're the funny ones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you could also find us at Let Me Explain the YouTube channel, the A to Z show. Uh, but you can yep. find us every week on Intercut. And definitely send us your suggestions, your questions. Mm-hmm. We like to know what you guys think about the movies. Because uh, sometimes we disagree and those are our favorite discussions. <laughs> yeah. But when it's something universal like this, if you didn't like it, I'm curious to know uh, why. 
But yeah. also send us your uh, thoughts on anything else. Any of yeah. the other TIFF movies that we haven't covered? Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, know let we us wanna... know what you want us to talk about. Uh, if you're asking us for it, there's a chance we'll cover it on a future show. Gandala, you know, any of those, uh, Jai, what's the other one that we keep getting? Oh, I don't, for? I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I'm not Bakaru. There's a lot of oh, other smaller Bacarau. ones that people... Bakarau. Bakarau. I keep saying it wrong, no, too. No, that's not the other one. Oh, whatever. Uh, there's a bunch of them. But mm-hmm. yeah, let us know. You can tweet us. Uh, but follow us every week here on the Intercut Podcast. Yep. Yes, uh, you can follow me at Zshevich on Twitter, inter- Twitter, Instagram, or Ladderbox, or catch every episode of the Intercut Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcatcher is. I like Overcast. Make sure you subscribe not just to the audio podcast, but to the video feed on YouTube.com, YouTube, uh, YouTube.com slash IntercutPod. You can find new episodes every week of Intercut, and please leave us a comment, like the video, considering heading over to iTunes to give us a five-star review, and like our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. All of them are at Intercut Pod to get updates throughout the week from me, from Art, from Alina, from Amanda, from LME Explain or whatever, (laughs) from all of our guests on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, we stand, Celine. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.